Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my Happy Hanukkah. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. When you look at that, isn't that glorious? It's, it's, it's indescribably beautiful. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Is the season to be merry. Well, that's my name. You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. Classic movies, 30 years in the making. I mean, why not? Ode to Joy really isn't a Christmas tune. No, it's not. I love Ode to Joy. But it kind of is now. It kind of is now? You you guys are young young kids and Annabelle's Wish. Look up that one. It's an animated one. Really Christmas cool. movie? And, uh, yeah, Annabelle's okay. Wish. I thought Annabelle short... was like the country. I thought what? that was that horror movie. Wasn't that like Annabelle yeah. creation? Yeah, I know. It's not that. Like, you're not sending me to a movie that's hey, terrible. Hey, Annabelle's us this week. Hey, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, guys. Hey. Welcome to the party, pal. I like to make, I like to make an entrance. Favorite right? Christmas yeah, story. <laughs> no. Yeah, 15 seconds. Ready to go. Die Hard. Favorite Christmas story. There, mm, well, the wax like, on we'll, and the wax off. We'll get there. Yeah, that was my favorite part of Die Hard. It was all that's the, the waxing part. and the elevator shaft. Okay. I've got my daughter Christmas will love it. This is Christmas. Especially if you have a daughter, they will love it. Yeah. Your kids will love it. Animal's yeah, Wish. It, you know what? I wonder if it's we're watching it with my nieces. That would make sense. It's a it good looks one. oddly familiar. Yeah, it's really good. It takes place on a farm and all. It's really good. And it, and it definitely place. doesn't seem like it's usually what really my family says about me. You take place on a farm. Familiar. You belong oh, on a farm? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I wasn't sure where I was going with that either. So I never know what's going to happen. It's like that scene in Superman when Lex Luthor's like, You know what my father said to me when I was nine years old? Get out? No, after that. All right, so this is episode number 219. This is our last 1988 movie. Out with a bang. Out with a giant bang. Woo! Mm-hmm. Yippee-ki-yay. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we are able to, then we will do a, a, an Aquaman episode next time, but uh, we'll just have to see. But this is our official last movie of 1988 that we are covering this year. So I feel like it's been a pretty good year. Uh, before we get into talking, this is uh, 219, episode 219, Die Hard is this episode. I have with me Bo. Yo. Jeff. Hi. Pat. Hey. Dennis. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. That was underwhelming. Uh, And John, your host. And I think this is, other than our last one two weeks ago that we did for um, Scrooged, this is the first time in a while that we've all been together. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Good time. Pretty good. All right. So very, very quickly, uh, we do spoil the movies we talk about. So if you don't want to be spoiled... You know, go watch or it. about other things about Christmas. You know, other things about Christmas about. that you don't want to like have little children. Maybe if you're listening to a podcast in the car, the population you, is tuning in. Yeah, well, some people do. Some people do. Some people have kids in the car, right? They listen with their kids. Now you've ruined everything for their <laughs> yeah. children. They don't even want to celebrate anymore. Mm-hmm. But they'll be givers now. <laughs> well, they. Uh huh. Um, and then, uh, if you haven't lately, leave us a review on iTunes and feel free to visit our website if you want to find out more about our show, 30podcast.com. Uh, so very, very quickly, we, I don't have anything new movie news wise right now. Um, but I did want to ask one of the, I know you guys love it when I ask hypothetical questions. So I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to say, since this is our last 88 movie, what is your favorite movie of 1988? 
This. <laughs> that was easy. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be one we've done for the podcast? It does not have to be one we've done for the podcast. <clears throat> I'll mm-hmm. follow that up with, why didn't you suggest it if we didn't do it? Okay. In a nice way, not like a, mm-hmm. you know, you're an idiot kind of thing, but. Well, and, and i got to be honest, I'm thinking. Pat's just stuck on Die Hard, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm. The next two months, Pat's just switching back and forth. But it's die hard, die hard, die hard. Batman, Batman, Batman. <laughs> yeah, my favorite movie in 1988. This was a, this was a, this was a good year. Killer Clown. <laughs> Beetlejuice. We did not do that one. Yeah, Coming to America. Yep. Yeah. Definitely Apex. Coming to America. That was your favorite. Could be on the list. Die Big. Hard should be on the list. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Done. I figured that was going to be yours. Yeah. That's it. I figured that. Although Totoro is mm-hmm. up there as well, but yeah. it, the real question is: when you define, how do you define favorite movie? Like, is it the movie you could watch no matter when it's on, or is it the movie that when you watch it, it just makes you giddy? Like, what's the you know? Yes. Mine qualified in both categories, right. so yeah. Die hard. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna go Willow. Yeah, Willow, you idiot, is in there. Mm-hmm. But I also have to say, I love the uh, Last Temptation of Christ. I figured you were gonna go for that one too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it would. It's not one I'll watch. Uh, all the time. Pat really enjoyed Look Dead Ringers. Who knows so much. Oh yeah, that, that was, was the was twin a... gynecologist. Oh, yeah. that was that was Pat's favorite. Good morning, Speaking Vietnam. Speaking of finding a pilot here, oh, good morning. Mm. Yeah, good morning, Vietnam. Yeah. Mm. Not year. as easy as it sounds, is it? There. Yeah, but... maybe you need to think about these before you ask the questions. Yeah. Nice job. No, I hate to no, say no, no, it. No, no, I don't no, remember discussing Good Morning Vietnam. Is eighty-seven. That's eighty-seven. No, not according to this. Well, then it's wrong. Okay, well, it does say yeah, that's at 87. <laughs> well, then it's wrong. Right. Well, and I came up with the list of 1988 movies, and they said... Or you or the, or you could have used the link that I sent you earlier this afternoon that had a listing of some 1988 movies, yeah. but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> wow, you're, like, passive-aggressively bitter. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> you filthy animal. Filthy animal. Filthy ghost. Come mm-hmm. your way. Right. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Bring them on. California. All right. Well, that's what I'm going with Willow. Fish called one. No. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Did you say one, or did you? Were you still thinking? I think I'll have to go with. Uh, I'm still thinking. Okay. <laughs> follow up question. If anybody's ready for a follow up question, favorite movie of 2018. There's still a lot that I want to see. Though. Mm-hmm. That's the hard mm-hmm. There's there's a lot that I haven't seen this year that I did want to see. Agreed. Favorite movie that I saw, like new movie this year? Yeah. That's actually easier. I think I might say Black Panther. Okay. Um, that's, that's a good Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna have to go with Infinity good. War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't see many movies this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's, there's, there's, that's kind of a given. There's yeah. a bunch of movies that are coming out soon mm-hmm. that could quite possibly could take the honor. Yeah. But that's not I, the question. I'm, I'm movies hearing good seen. things about Aquaman. Haven't seen it yet, but hearing good things. I enjoyed Solo. I was yeah. going to say Solo's in there too, yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it was a lot of fun. It's a good heist movie. Yeah. Christopher Robin. I was going to say Christopher Robin. Which we'll see probably this. Mm-hmm. And I think that covers all the movies I've seen this year. Okay. Um... Uh, split was 2016, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17. Yeah. 16 or 17, I think it was. was it? Okay. Yeah, I, I think I got to either, 
Yeah, Infinity, maybe Infinity War. Black Panther was really good, though. Black Panther was. Christopher Robin was heartwarming and amazing. Okay, Black Panther and um, Solo. All right, between those three. Maybe. Oh, and Solo. Well, never mind. I like Solo, I do. Yeah. All right, well, I think we got them all covered. All right, well, did you did you figure out an 88 one? I was trying to buy you some time there. Yeah, and you did a good job. It just didn't really. That's all right. <laughs> it just didn't really help. If at any stuff. point, if at any point in the episode you wanted to shout out your, well, I don't want to say Die Hard because you already said Die Hard. You no, could no, say no. it. Probably the movie I would from this year that I enjoy the most. No, fantastic movie. It is. It's, Fair it's great. And that's why we're here. Yeah. We're here to talk about that one. So, um, so we're here to talk about Die Hard very, very quickly before we jump into this week in '88. Uh, we did have our friend at jcolvin24 on Twitter, Jason Colvin. Um, he did respond on Twitter and said, for me, I, I just asked if anybody had any stuff they want to share about Die Hard. And he said, for me, Die Hard was one of three perfect movies from the 80s along with Back to the Future and Raiders of the Lost Ark. It never gets old. By the way, definitely a Christmas movie, even if it was released in July. So, thank you, Jason. Um, he just sent that. Yeah, he sent that this morning. Which I agree. Yeah. All right. To all of that. Um, this week in 88, so the week of December 19th to December 25th, what I got for this week in 1988 is on December 19th, 1988, NASA unveiled plans for a lunar colony and manned missions to Mars, so clearly 30 years later we are on track to Yeah, those that lunar colonies and all those moon men are having mm -hmm. a good time. That, that, that was the elevator to the moon, was that mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the things they were thinking about? Uh, top song this week in 88 would have been Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison. Top book was The Sands of Time by Sidney Sheldon. And the top movie for the week ending December 26th was Twins. Do we? I, Pat's, Pat's just like sitting here bouncing, like ready to go. Ready to We're going to do favorite scenes? Mm -hmm. we, 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 favorite quotes? we got to introduce the movie first. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> how awesome was it? Favorite scenes. Jeff, come on. <laughs> I'm not going to take over the podcast. Do you wanna, you how awesome was it? Why don't you just host this one? I don't want to host this one. It's go too much it. responsibility. No, Had not. anyone not seen Die Hard? I'm curious. Why don't we just watch the movie? <laughs> Just watch it. It'd be like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 oh, of Die Hard. Oh, that would be too good. <laughs> <laughs> That's like awesome. That's yes! awesome. Yes! Yes! Awesome. You know, guys, watch this. Awesome. Probably, probably should say something Wait, different here. No! <laughs> Why change it up? More awesome. Mm -hmm. We're going to need to get some more FBI guys. But that's awesome. But do which, which when I hear that, I think of the Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> Send more paramedics. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Die Hard came out on the 20th of July, 1988, rated R, with a runtime of two hours and 12 minutes, uh, directed by John McTiernan, who also did Predator, Hunt for Red October, and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, producer was Lawrence Gordon and Joel Silver. Gordon also produced Predator, Lockup, and Watchmen. Silver also produced The Warriors, Commando, and Roadhouse. Uh, Roderick Thorpe did the novel, Nothing Lasts Forever. Uh, he died in 1999. He, the other thing that he wrote that became a movie was The Detective, uh, a novel that he wrote in 1966, and the movie came out in 1968. Quick little trivia bit that I shared with Jeff earlier today. Uh, Thorpe's novel, The Detective, which came out in 1968, starred Frank Sinatra. And because the second, the follow-up novel, Nothing Lasts Forever, is a sequel to The Detective, then Die Hard at first was going to be a sequel to The Detective. So because tr contractually they had to offer the leading role to the same person who had played it in the original, they originally offered the role of um, John McClane to Frank Sinatra. 
And because Frank That's was like, a <laughs> this movie just got cooler. <laughs> That's awesome. Because Frank was like, what, 70 at the time or whatever <laughs> yes, he was in 1988, yeah. uh, he did turn it down. But they originally, contractually, they had to offer him the role of John McClane. So they offered, and he, I'm sure, politely declined. <laughs> but can you imagine Die Hard with Frank Sinatra as the lead role? It's a different movie. That moment of silence is the gears grinding to a halt in past brain. <laughs> It's like ring a a ding dong for the bad guys. Oh man, that would be awesome. I just can't picture Frank hanging from the end of a fire hose, crashing through glass. That's just. I just you're not trying hard. I just did. All right. Uh, other writers for this one: Jeb Stewart. Jeb Stewart did the screenplay, and Stephen E. D'Souza did the screenplay. Uh, Stewart also did Lockup and The Fugitive. D'Souza did Commando and The Running Man. Cinematography was done by Jan Devont who also did Cujo, Ruthless People, and Basic Instinct. Music was done by Michael Kamen, uh, who did... Do you say Kamen or Kamen? I think we've said this, like, every time. I don't know. He died in 2003. Uh, he also did the music for Highlander, Lethal Weapon, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and X-Men. Budget for this one was $28 million. Box office was $140.8 million, so it made a little bit of money. Uh, Flick Metrics gives, a, uh, gives an average score of 84 that is a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 94% audience rating. IMDb uh, users give it an 82, Letterboxd users give it an 83, and Metascore gives it a 70. So average together, 84 is the score from Flick Metrics. Starring Bruce Willis as John McClane. He was in the Die Hard series, and there is a new one that has been announced. Just McClane. called McClane. Mm-hmm. Which, that's like the new thing for all the movies. Isn't it like, isn't the new Rambo movie just called like John Rambo? Maybe. Yeah, this one's McLean, and instead of Wolverine, it's Logan. Logan, and it's yeah. So I don't know um, the, the essence of the person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was also in Moonlighting, the TV series, and the I don't know if we're calling it the Unbreakable trilogy, but Unbreakable Split and Glass uh, that'll be coming out in January. I think is when that one's yes. coming out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bonnie Bedelia was Holly Gennaro McLean. She was in Presumed Innocent and the TV series Parenthood. She was and Parenthood. Was she, I never watched Parenthood. Holy oh, smoke. you'd like she, it. Okay. That one pulled on the heartstrings. Really? Down was that the one that you were telling me is kind of like uh, This Is Us? Yeah. No, no, that's a million little things which yes. you have to see okay. also, by the way. Okay, all right. Uh, and more recently, she was in TV series Designated Survivor. Reginald Vell Johnson played Sergeant Al Powell. He's in Ghostbusters and Family Matters. Paulins do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Gleason, who died in 2006, played Deputy Police Chief Dwayne T. Robinson. Don't mess with the bull or you get the horns. He was in The Breakfast Club and Van Wilder. William Atherton played Richard Thornburg. Ghostbusters and Real Genius. Uh, Hart Bochner is, I think I said that right, played Harry Ellis. He was in Supergirl and Breaking Away. James Shigeta played, uh, he died in 2014. He played Joseph Yoshinobu Takagi. He was in Midway and Mulan. Alan Rickman. Uh, who died in 2016, a couple years ago now, played Hans Gruber. He was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and Harry Potter, uh, as well as Galaxy Quest. Alexander Gudinov, uh, he died in 1995. He played Carl. He was in Witness and the Money Pit. Devereaux White played Argyle. He was in the Blues Brothers and Trespass. I didn't realize he was in the Blues Brothers. Was he in that the Blues Brothers? That threw my mind. He is the little kid that tries to steal the guitar from Yeah, Ray I can see it now. I can see it now. Huh. That's Argyle. How do you like that? So blam, clearly, blam, blam. So clearly on, he grew up, moved to California, got a job. So the life of crime did not follow him for the rest oh. of his life. 
Uh, Robert Davi played FBI Special Agent Big Johnson. He was in The Goonies and License to Kill. And Grand L. Bush played FBI Agent Special Agent Little Johnson. He was in License to Kill and Street Fighter. I'm not going to comment no on any of the names. Hmm? No, relation. no relation. No relation. No relation. No. Uh, here is the trailer, and we'll be back in just a moment. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Is Daddy coming home, soon? Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? And New York cop John McLean has come to see his wife. I missed you. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Sit down. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be taught a lesson in the real use of power. There is brilliant. Because I am interested in the $640 million in your vault. As they are ruthless. And I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. Now, the last thing McLean wants. Think, damn it, think is to be a hero. Where's Holly? Hey, Tucker! Where? But he doesn't have a choice. What does he think he's doing? John. They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Lady, do I sound like I'm wearing a pizza? He's inside? Who is he? Who are you then? You have lost troublesome for a security guard. Sorry, wrong guess, huh? Would you like to go for double jeopardy? Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee guy, mother. You just destroyed a building. And I am in charge of this situation. Well, I got some bad news for you. Come up here, that looks like you're in charge of Jack. He is alone, he is tired, and he hasn't seen Disney Squad from anybody down here. Hey, pal, how you feeling? Good old things being equal, I'd rather be in Philadelphia. I want blood and you have it. Only John can drive somebody that crazy. He's an easy guy to like. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. And a hard man to kill. Bruce Willis. Die hard. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? Who wants to see people blow stuff up? Die hard now in theaters. In a world. In a world. In a world where Germans are trying to take over. This guy thinks it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, it is! But they're not trying to take over. It's just a heist. I mean, that's the best part. Mm-hmm. With the vault opens up. All right. So I think we've already asked this question earlier. Um, everybody's seen Die Hard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can skip that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've seen it twice in like the last 10 minutes. Um, I'm just running it simultaneously. I'm like, I'm like, I'm playing it. We're doing it in the round. I've never not explained not. so much. <laughs> So, okay, can we just put out there, A, it's awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. But what a risk it was because you have a movie with two male leads mm-hmm. that no one ever has really done much. Yeah. Especially in movies because Bruce Willis, Bruce his Willis big thing was the, moonlighting. Yeah. Well, and Alan Rickman, his big thing was he was on a, a stage, stage actor, actor yeah. in 
Angry but Moonlighting was a pretty big hit, so I think. Well, yeah, I mean, Bruce got five there, million there, for this but, thing. But, but that would be like your move. Yeah. Your move from TV to movie. Yeah, but it's also a big. You know, it's, it's but, a but it's his, a his, his character on His character on Moonlighting does not lend Man's itself to. I'm trying to think of like that so would that's be a pretty hard sell. Yeah, and that would be like take. Look, I'm trying to think now. Like, what would a character be like? Suddenly, see this person in an action role. Well, it can I'm, fail. Like, like uh, the guy from. Um, you think like The Office, John Krasinski? No. Yeah, because well, he was. Yeah. Well, because he's in The Office, and now he's been and in like, A that. Quiet Place, and he's been the ja- the um, Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. He was show. also in that one that the the, the guy that did Pearl Harbor did about the um, Benghazi thing. I'm not saying it was necessarily a good movie. Oh, oh but he was like, yeah, yeah. he was. Right. He was uh, well, I'm saying I think the risk okay. is like the red, it was the red-haired actor guy from the police show that went years back, but. Like early nineties or something. Caruso, oh, Caruso, Caruso, David yeah. Caruso, and he went to, and it didn't work. His right. career was nothing. Movie career, yeah. it wasn't the same. Yeah. But there was that buzz of, oh, here's this new movie, mm-hmm. and it just flopped. Yeah, so I, I think you're going to get some of that buzz, which is nice. So it's a risk. Yeah, but I think it was still a, a big pay, risk yeah. because there aren't any really big names for no. 1988. There are no Reginald big names. Van, oh. <laughs> Reginald Van Johnson, Carl Winslow. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I mean, kudos to them for. For sticking with it and and doing what they did because it's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. But well, I, I, I always appreciate how how much of a risk it was mm-hmm. to cast it the way they did. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what you could do differently. Well, and there were a lot of names that Sam were up Neal for. Was up for mm-hmm. Hans Gruber. Um, yeah, like there were a lot of names, and I that just was for it, one reason or another. Uh, uh, hold on, I gotta look it up now. De Niro. Was it De Niro? Mm-hmm. I thought it was De Niro. Yeah. Heck, Frank Sinatra was up originally. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. yeah. And I mean, but yeah, Schwarzenegger was was in it at one point. Um, like they what? Because originally the thought was it was going to be a sequel to Commando. Yeah. Like one of the original thoughts was it was a sequel to the other the movie The Detective from the '60s. But then another thought was, well, then we'll make this a sequel to Commando. And Schwarzenegger is like, no, I want to do. Actually, he he was like, no, I don't want to do this. I want to do comedy. So he was off doing Twins. Instead of doing that, so I mean, it sounds like they offered it to a lot of different people. Your typical, you know, '80s male role. I think they offered it to like Tom Selleck and Harrison Ford, and you know, pick somebody who's probably been in one of the Expendables movies, and that's probably who they offered it to before it got to Bruce Willis. What's that? Those movies are so good. They're so much fun. Yeah, I think I've ever seen the first one. I don't think I've seen the other ones. Just watch them. I'll go watch them at some point. It's yeah. good. I'll find a good it's, week. I mean, I'll find a, a weekend. It's a pet movie. If ever what was, was the line? Movie. If a grenade made it with a gunpowder, that the movie would be the result. Or something. <laughs> there was some. It was one of the bylines. But. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, and I say this, but did, I think they kind of broke the mold when they came up with this movie. Because, I mean, the sequels were good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, 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 they're still coming and all that kind of stuff. But it's... I don't know, this movie, like all the little ins and outs of the movie, that it took place in one night, that it was, uh, you know, it had the comedy piece that he's stuck in a building. That I mean, is he hunting them or are they hunting him? Or I, I don't know. It just, it seems, sure, it's an action movie, but it just kind of seems unique. Arnold Schwarzenegger movies kind of seem to follow a pattern, mm-hmm. you know? Well, Not and- to diss them, but... In like, I feel like in the 90s and the 2000s, you'd have people say, well, this action movie, like not Die Hard, but people would say like, well, this movie is like Die Hard on a train or mm-hmm. Die Hard in a skyscraper or it was, well, it was a skyscraper, bus. but yeah, yeah, Die Hard on a bus was speed. Uh, people kept saying speed was Die Hard on a bus. So 
you kind of had like this was the movie. And I'm trying to think if there's another movie before this one where you really had like the one guy against the team of villains that has to use his wits to to get out the other side of this situation. And it may have been really kind of like the first of its kind in terms of this formula of movie, which then, you know, afterwards, then you get like the, you know, you get the same kind of formula. What were we talking about? Well, Under Siege. Under Siege, yeah. 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 All that, all the Steven Seagal's from that time period. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I mean, I just side note. Whenever, I, whenever you guys say Die Hard, I automatically think of the band director. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did influence this man? Did these guys? Like, you know. It's like they feel like this. For for those who don't know, we should like put that. Do you still have it on YouTube? YouTube or something like <laughs> yeah, that? Okay. All right. We'll put the link up on our Twitter. But, uh, we made a Die Hard esque movie. Die Hard in a school is what we made. Yeah, because you were saying like in different places. Mm-hmm. Right? There's mm-hmm. also the one in Middle North. And, uh, and oh, Pat, real movie. Pat was our very own band director. So mm-hmm. it's... A little bit looks like Bruce Willis. <laughs> a little bit. You, <laughs> got, the, you got the Bruce Willis. You got the haircut. Yeah, yeah, I got the haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going on? Yeah. There are a few more push-ups maybe. maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's good. Um, good gun and you'll be fine. Yeah. I should have made Dr. Moto more German and then it would have been yeah. would have fit with the Hans Gruber thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. Um, oh gosh, when he just when they drop him off the roof and he's just sitting there just like, yeah, oh man, it's all slow. Oh, <laughs> should have done a shot like that with you. That would have been good. With a green yeah, screen, yeah, like falling yeah. off the roof. With the, yeah. Oh gosh. Gee, I hope that's not one of the hostages. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Gee, that's right. That's right. Oh, I, that guy kills me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I better call the mayor. <laughs> all right, so question for you because I did, I, I read this. I think it might have been one of the writers of the movie, um, said that the protagonist of the movie is not Bruce Willis. The protagonist of the movie is Hans Gruber. How do you feel about that? Does that change the movie for you at all, if the writer tells you that the protagonist is Hans Gruber? Hans Gruber. It's all from a certain point of view, I would think. Mm-hmm. I don't... Or you, or you don't see it? Reconciling that. <laughs> okay. Now, they give a reason but who's, why they felt yeah, that way. Yeah, who said I, that? As one of the writers. Yeah, one of the, one of the writers. writers. I'll see if I can find it. And, and it's some more, some more writing, info. maybe? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they made a lot of changes on set, so I wonder if the original writing had it, but afterwards, it certainly doesn't play that way. Yeah, I want to know what, what that... What the yeah, I'll criteria is I'll for, track it down. for saying that because I know, like, one of the odd notes I, I know I read was the original script, it took place over three days. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Well, I think the novel took place over three days. How does a hostage situation take place? I don't ever read days the book. And not like, I never read the book. Well, all I'm not. All I'm gonna say is though, let's start a 30 something book club. How how many right, right, let's try that. Have we talked then about... Then we're going to get together and talk about those, too, you know. Yeah, we talked that. about... Well, right. you're talking about Black Panther, and this your point of Black Panther was, man, Black Panther's awesome. Why? Because the bad guy was interesting. He mm-hmm. had depth to him. There was a story. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, like, you look at yeah. this... The, uh, he was a beauty he's of... He's interesting. I don't know if I call him a, a protagonist, though. The beauty of Hans Gruber is... I, I he agree. was interesting, but he... While still just being a guy who's out for money, like... Yeah. Pre- the character proves that you can write someone who, while all he's there is to rip the guys off. I mean, he doesn't have any deep. Right. There's not any deep motivation with this guy. I read about them in <laughs> Time magazine. <laughs> like he's out here just to get money, but he still had a depth of a character, even if not depth yeah. of purpose. 
Like, you know. Yeah. These guys are well-funded. I.e., they want something. You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> you can get this out yourself. <laughs> you can get this all out yourself. <laughs> I must have missed 60 minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he's reading off the list of people he wants to take out of jail. Asian Don. The age. Yeah. No, he's... he's He's not smiling when he says yeah. it, but he's smirking because he's just, uh, I don't know, something else. Somebody, somebody asked me a few weeks ago, they're like, do you remember that one Asian restaurant we went to, that one Chinese restaurant we went to one, to one, one time, and I started listing off stuff, and then finally they were like, no, no, and I was like, Asian Dawn? Like, no, I don't think we ever went to that one. It's like, no, no, we I didn't. I don't think you did. John's still alive. How do you know he could get someone that pissed off. <laughs> that is one of the best lines of the movie when she just drive someone that insane. Yeah, yeah, drive someone that insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. She just get goes exactly. He's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> he's only he's only John. <laughs> he's running the thing highlights. Uh, so there, there have been a couple of, I couldn't find the one that talks about Hans Gruber being the protagonist, but a couple of different articles online have argued that Hans Gruber is the greatest action movie villain of all time. True? Case made, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? This, this is not the five questions round. You can take more than 30 seconds to answer your questions. the Christmas stuff. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Well, this is Christmas, I tell you. We'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry about it. Greatest action movie villain of all time. Okay. There's other movies. I mean, he's certainly, you can make the case for it. God, of all time, that's a... Well, whenever you get into those talk, those conversations. That's hard. In recent movie history, yes, absolutely. Okay. But I, of all time. I'd... Well, let's let's get some of the movies out there. Like, let's throw out some, that, you know what I'm, that would come close. Not as a, like a, well, what would you, but let's, you say recent movies. But what would be some what would be some greatest good? villains of all yeah, time? Some, uh, action action was probably price. some couple versions of Dracula that should be on that list. Well, let's see what the AFI came up with. Um, the guy that did uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, as the sheriff of Nottingham, that guy was awesome. That would also be Alan Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> why that, a you do that on purpose, cousin? <laughs> it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. Um, any of the Indiana Jones villains? Voldemort. They're kind of like more as greatest like, villain of all time. Though. I mean, yeah. you gotta be like. You just more like Nazis in general. Yeah, I mean they like Nazis. Yeah, I hate, I hate, hate those guys. I, Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois. So according to the AFI's top uh, fifty heroes, top fifty villains. Yeah. The number one villain on their list is Doctor Lecter. Oh, good one. Okay. But that's a greatest Solid. action. Yeah. All right. So I mean, true. So yeah. there's there's a qualifier. Does Khan fall in there? <sighs> oh well, yeah. Talk about a villain with depth. Yeah, there's there's I another mean, good one. Yeah, Khan is fantastic. And the depth is just in his pectorals. <laughs> but the character, yes, that too. Oh god, yeah, that's Khan. true. Mm. Man, there are not a lot of action movies on this list. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, because to be a good villain, you got to be. You gotta have time to mess with your head, and the action villain doesn't give you a lot of time for that. Mm -hmm. I think it's part of the problem. Okay. Uh, and this could be a really tough one. And Pat, this may take you longer than like two seconds to answer the question. Uh, do you have a favorite scene? 
Apart from the opening credits and <laughs> the closing Everything credits. Everything for the... What was that one scene that took two hours and 12 minutes to show? Um, <laughs> you know what strikes me about like It was about the longest scene in the whole movie. It was is that when they put Die Hard, the name of the movie, on, mm-hmm. there's like no music, no mysteriousness. It's at an airport. I, you know, and all I, could, all I could think about was, it starts quietly. It always starts quietly. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know why this is getting me more excited, but it does because it just, it starts, things start quietly and then they suddenly come in with the slow of, uh, of um, the Ode to Joy from mm-hmm. the Ninth Symphony and they're playing it mysteriously as the truck. What I never noticed is that's what the string quartet was playing in the party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going back and forth mm-hmm. between, it, yeah. I'm just like, oh wow, this is really exciting. It's really big in California. I just picture Pat at home when everybody else is asleep, just like rocking back and forth. It starts quietly. It's it starts, thing. It starts oh, quietly. Man, like, it starts. Send in the car. Send in the car. Then they shoot him with the bazooka. You know, he's got the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the bazooka. The, the missile launcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, let him pull back. No. So he just grabs all that explosive. And, I mean, ramps the computer, just drops it down the elevator shaft. Half the building is, it incinerates. Oh my God. That's great. <laughs> I get the feeling that if we all bought Pat a DVD copy of Die Hard. I got Christmas, it. I know. He has his own. But if we bought him one, every time he unwrapped it, he would be equally excited. Yeah, he would. <laughs> like, the excitement would never be. And, like, oh. and if you open it up, and you open it up, I got another one. And you took the individual DVDs like, out of the stack like, of the 20. Special features. Don't open a new one. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the little kid that gets the, get the duplicate Christmas yeah. present. Oh, just what I've always wanted. Opens the second one. Oh, just what I've always wanted. But those kids are faking it. Right, right. They'll have to be Oh, my God. Oh, my God, guys. I'm going to do the coffee. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. If you throw a VHS in there, he'd be equally excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. Retro! Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Now I just have to go Pat's command center is just five TVs <laughs> watching different scenes of Die Hard. Oh, the back of his room is like 18 stacks of DVDs of Die Hard. This Don't movie, touch him! This movie made me triple dip. Because I had, I, had the, the, I had the full VHS collection. Yeah. And then I had the full DVD collection. All right. And then I had, now I have the full Blu-ray collection. Yes. I bought this movie multiple times. It's it's outstanding. That's kind of why it hit the top of my list because it's one of the few I've done that yeah. too. Also, like the other thing about it, like I've spent more money on this movie. <laughs> no, hmm. yeah. not that it's bad. I mean, I, a- no. another movie that I've done that with is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, no. I own that on multiple formats. Or it's High School Musical. <laughs> Yikes! It doesn't surprise me. For the record, don't edit that part out where I'm crying. No. Blue Velvet. So, sure. what, what were your what were you guys' favorite scenes? Jesus, so many great scenes. Well, well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, no, just, yeah, that's the easy one. Because, yeah, hello. <laughs> I like his the commentary that he he makes to himself yes. all the time. Hey, oh come out God. to the coast, have a few laughs. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has great delivery of, of those lines, mm-hmm. which you need because you can't have a character on their own not audibly expressing something. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. They have to be able to communicate to the audience in some way. So I think the fact he has just a lot of these throwaway lines that 
an uh, external which, monologue. Yeah, yeah. Just, which mean, fits it, well with his comedy background from yeah. Moonlighting. Mm-hmm. So he can bring that to a, to bring that to the character. Like when he's just sitting there and you see him, he's making the fist with his toes on mm-hmm. the carpet, yeah. and the camera pans up. He's like, "I have a machine gun." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I was, I was listening to somebody else on another podcast, and they were talking about um, going to an ugly Christmas sweater party. And they wore an ugly Christmas sweater that said, it was just a gray one that said, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. But they did it like a few days after a mass shooting. Oh. And they hadn't thought about it. They, they were just so excited. They're like, I finally get to wear my sweater. Oh. And they brought it to their work Christmas party. Oh, Christ. <laughs> at a high like, school? No. no it was yeah, high school. Yeah, That's I thought of wearing one, you know, today. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. As he walked in and like two days, two days after it happened, and he walks in like the first person that sees him is like, you might want to go change that. He's like, why? It's awesome. They're like, what just happened like two days ago? He's like, oh. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> right before he does that, I, and this is the first time I caught it in the movie, um, right before he sends the elevator down after riding on the guy's shirt, you see him turn and look at something off camera, and he starts smiling to himself like he's for, just formulated this idea. I never picked up on that look before mm. until I watched it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well done. I like the elevator sounds though. With the, whenever the elevator hits the floor, mm-hmm. there's that real distinctive like elevator sound, and by the end, it, you hear that, and then the doors explode. There's some yeah. like something yeah. explodes like after hearing that elevator sound mm-hmm. all the way throughout the vent scene. The vent. Mm-hmm. The vent. So which one stick out? Well, I mean, when uh, Carl is underneath, like poking at the yeah, mm-hmm. bloody f- with the glass, the feet, the bare feet. I have to shoot I, the glass. <laughs> I have trouble watching the elevator shaft scene. It's like anything with heights. I'm not really. Mm, yeah. So I read that the stunts. So him hanging up on off that. the edge, <laughs> hanging on a fire hose, that doesn't do it for you, but the elevator shaft does. Well, because the elevator shaft, he's got like the the gun is jammed in there, and it's. I feel like it's a little more precarious than the hose. He's hanging from a fire hose that's not attached to anything. Does it get he's more precarious than that? Hanging from a gun that's gonna break at any moment. Mm. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I just Check out the free solo trailer. Nope, nope, nope. I nope. watched it. Nope. I don't want to watch it Not again. Gonna do that. that looks cool. That was like I can watch people do that. Like when people I can't do it to, myself. When people tried to encourage me to go see the movie Gravity. Yeah. Oh, nope. I want to see oh, really? this. Yeah. I never saw it. I have an irrational fear that I'm going to float off into space somewhere. Just well, good thing you don't worry, you got to get there first. You have a strong gravitational pull. I do. Thankfully, I'm never going to make it in the astronaut program. Uh, another scene. I, I I'm just a big fan of the uh, the original the the his character getting the the shot at him. Yeah, yeah. I just like like that where he, you know, like, when she he cold cocks Thornburg. That's good. Too. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, but for some reason, because of the play between those two characters mm-hmm. and the copy, it's, yeah. I like that. Like what? Wait, what? At the end, where he he shoots. Where is it? Carl comes back out. Yeah. He comes oh, back out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he's there to say Well, because you get that backstory of like, yeah. you know, I've just, I've never been able to pull my gun again. Exactly. And that's, that's, so that's why I think but that. But do you I, see, I, I've always do you see him like, he, he, uh, he pops the, the mm-hmm. button on the holster. Yeah. Like, you, if you look down at the bottom of the screen, you see his hand just pop the button, getting ready to grab the gun. Like, that yeah. instinct just takes over for him. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. It totally could have ended a different way. You could have ended it where John McClane has grabbed his, has grabbed Al's mm-hmm. gun and used it. Yeah. Like, and if they shot that, it wouldn't surprise me. Right. Because that totally would have been... Yeah. But I think it... it but, oh, it's so much better this way. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, much yeah, better. Yeah. I must have missed 60 minutes. 
<laughs> well, and apparently there's a scene Great. cut out um, the, as to how... The special features, if you've never watched like the oh, commentary and all the special yeah. features on the DVD, fantastic. McTiernan does the commentary okay. with a few other people in and out. But Is that where I didn't listen to the commentary, but this I, I was reading somewhere, and I think mm-hmm. they might have mentioned it in one of the commentaries, that they cut out a scene where McLean realizes that all the terrorists are wearing the same watch. Yeah, and that part always how, confused me. And that's me how he figures out that uh, Gruber is, is, one of the terrorists. is one of the terrorists, is that he happens to look and sees that he's got the same watch on as the rest of them, and yeah. There's that one. There's another scene they cut. Oh, God, it's been a while since I've watched the special features. There's another scene that gets cut, something to do with the vault, that helps another... There's another little thing like that, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, that whole scene with Hans always, I was like, God, when does he know? Obviously before he gives him the gun, but when, when, and the watch thing is, helps yeah. a lot. Yeah. I, yeah, I wish that would, that would have been left in there because that was the one scene that I was like, how did you figure that out? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's even weirder? If you read the stuff on IMDb, that scene. That was an add-in. It was right? an add-in, which is weird because without that scene, how does the moment where he picks up the picture of the family mean anything? Right, it wouldn't. Because unless he knows what John McClane looks like, he doesn't right? know that... Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. Because how can he... Connect, how is he making that connection to everything well, without that other scene? That's the part that bugs me. Well, that, so, well that other scene may have been an add-in. That's true. It could have been. They could have reshot that part. Or you never know what order they're actually shooting in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I thought about that when I read that and I'm watching the movie and I'm going, but he's going to pick up that picture. Hmm. Yeah. Which is odd. Don't try to apply logic to an action movie. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, do we have anything? I mean, other than I mean, I, I, Pat well, yelling it's awesome a few more times, do we have any? As well, he should. It, yeah. is, a, it is a very fun movie. Mm-hmm. i trying to remember how old I was when I first saw this thing. <clears> I maybe, haven't seen it. Maybe junior high. Maybe this year. We'll junior high. Nice. Yeah, I, I would love so we'll to watch this, this movie with mm-hmm. someone who's yeah, never seen it. Yeah, like, can we all come over and watch? Right? Like, yeah, when they watch. Because like, party, like, party, 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 party of Dennis's house. Right, because <laughs> it, it's one of those things. Like, it's so rare to find to meet someone who hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see this movie through some a new eye in 2018 because I think it holds up pretty good compared to some of the movies we've. Sharon, Sharon had not seen it before. Really? And, and so she watched it with me, and it was it might have been a little bit more than she was ready for at the at the time. Really? In which way? Uh, you know, she didn't she didn't hate it. She didn't dislike it. Um, I mean, we we like Bruce Willis movies, so she was okay with that. But um, yeah, I think it might just been a little bit more a little bit more gunshotty than what she was looking yeah, for. Yeah, I, I, I she wasn't I, quite in the mood for that much. This is not Violence the first. And explosion and this is not the first time I think I've said this for a movie that we've watched. I actually saw the second one first. Okay. Just because of it, it was just it was an age thing. I we was older when the second one came out, up. so I was able to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I saw the second one first, and for a long time, I didn't. I hadn't seen the first one for no conscious decision anyone mm-hmm. made. It just sort of happened. Um. I don't think it would ruin anything. It didn't ruin anything, but I will say, going back to the first one, the first one is more shooty. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The second one was definitely the, uh, mm-hmm. we can make a little more money if we make this PG-13. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 
And they totally did. It's it's more of a family movie the second time around. The comedy is definitely tilted towards Bruce Willis's yeah. mm-hmm. you know thing a little bit, but that's interesting. interesting. That's why I think it was you know one of those you know you say when you get your kids and how old and when do you show them movies and mm-hmm. you know that's always the hard parts of this one's been kind of always shelved. But I picked it up numerous times. And I'm like, hmm. From what I remember. You know, and you put it back on the shelf and go next year. Next year, mm-hmm. this year could be the year. So, it's, is it more the violence or more the language or just know, the I, whole I, I, thing? I think the whole thing, and and it was not necessarily one more than maybe the violence. More overall, I kept thinking that it's I do violent. remember that person being mm-hmm. pretty violent. It's mm-hmm. violent. You know, and it but then I'm like, I've seen Walking Dead stuff now, so that, you know, it's like mm-hmm. where do you fit? But this right. is. You know, zombies and I remember, yeah, there's people. I remember being affected by watching this movie mm-hmm. the first time. This was from the first time I'd seen a movie where somebody got shot and you could see like pieces of their flesh come flying off. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching this going, oh my God, that's, oh, yeah. that's awful. And I think the other part that I, oftentimes I pick this up, it's like you said, it's been around, you know, you think of the sweatshirt, the sweater story that he told. It's like, there always seems to be something going on where there was a shooting in Europe or a shooting in here or a shooting there and you don't want to like have, you know, and you always think already that your kids, you know, might already be enough of a little bit of worry about, you know, are we going to go out to a mall and this is going to happen or are we going to go out and this is going to happen. Right. So it's like watching the movie at those various times makes you a little bit hesitant to just say, do I need to throw mm-hmm. more violence in their face when there's the real stuff? This might be scarier for them because back then when I saw, we saw that, you just didn't have, at least we didn't yeah, know about word, it. The word terrorist. The word terrorist meant, meant somebody was, bombed a plane yes. in Libya. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I to, I and you to, didn't see whether it was probably still maybe around. It wasn't as out there. Oh, it was yeah. on the internet. It wasn't publicized. We so you weren't aware of everything. We certainly here, weren't afraid of it happening stuff. here. So it could be a little mm-hmm. bit more traumatic and scary sure. and make them a little bit more nervous or scared of the world. By but watching it's a movie like this, even though it's a movie. But. And it's it's escapist too. Yeah. You don't see the. You don't see the after effect. You the don't. Fallout. You don't see yeah. the fallout. You don't. I mean, some guy's yeah, getting his like completely beat, beat up, and he just gets to go with the girl. He gets off with the girl into the yeah. sunset. And, you know, you don't see what it's like to deal with. Not speaking from experience, but having to have killed someone. Like yeah, I mean, I know we're all. PTSD factor. Yeah, I, yeah. I know we're all celebrating the, <clears throat> the police officer that shoots the bad guy yeah. at the end. But I mean that 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 that. I would imagine I've heard that would come at a cost, you know? And so, I mean, and that's where, so that's, as much as you said, that, which is what's your point, I'm agreeing, no, I agree with you. put back on the shelf and that's where, because I'm like, oh, bad time. And that's where, I mean, I'm... And with the exception of a few minutes with the pregnant lady, we very rarely deal with the fact that there are 30 hostages exactly. involved at all. That we, we do find out they need to use the bathroom. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. other than that, or, the hostages... Or when they're on the roof, yeah. Right, I mean, yeah. but that's it. Right. Like, they don't... Show, they barely show the hostages because it's all about, you know, John and, and so us. I mean, I guess they've still made those movies now, but like, it's like, does they get moved? You know, like, I always wonder if they make, if they were to remake, if they were to make this movie today, would it right. have gotten made? Would it have been the same oh, script? I, yes, they with the things. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think. Well, they would have been, 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 been as violent. They said the sky's violent. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. No, I think so. Well, because that's why. I, 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 I more so. Because the kids, yeah. they saw the preview for that skyscraper movie with the rock. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we, we want to see that. And so I was like, well, I'll 
I'll take a look. I think it's PG-13. I'll take a look yeah. and see what I can find online. And online I found there's a little bit more language than what I want them to see right now. And and they said it's actually a little violent, too. Like, he, yeah. The Rock doesn't perpetrate a lot of the violence, but the bad guys do. Bad guys do. So I was like, well, we're not quite ready for that yet. And I think they I think they cram in a heck of a lot of violence reference to the it, I think there's more violence oh, yeah. in R-rated movies and more violence in PG-13 movies now than it was back then. then. I think, you know, I think... More violence, less now. language and yeah. sex. It's a weird... Yeah, thing. now we, we, we get, like, almost Puritan. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh, you said a foul word. But uh, there was the a amount movie! Of, about the amount of... Yeah, about the amount of gunfire and the amount of people getting shot. Why did Charles Dickens would want to see them. <laughs> right? Uh, okay, yeah. so here's... I can uh, barely see your nipples. Yeah. And those guys are looking. Um, so here's the quote that Bo found it. Um, the scriptwriter D'Souza, he said he wrote the script as if Hans Gruber were the protagonist. Quote, if he had not planned the robbery and put it together, Bruce Willis would have just gone to the party and reconciled or not with his wife. You should sometimes think about looking at your movie through the point of view of the villain who's really driving the narrative. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that makes him the protagonist. Yeah, I don't think that makes but, him the protagonist. You know. I don't think it makes him the good guy. No. I certainly wasn't rooting for him mm-hmm. in any way, shape, okay. or form. Okay, so then there's a little bit of an English teacher debate. Does a protagonist have to be a good guy? No, it doesn't <laughs> have to be, but for the sake of this recording uh-huh. and the fact that I've got to leave soon, okay. I'm just going to say, just gonna say we're going to leave it at no. that. <laughs> so yeah, I disagree. I do want to throw out Hans Gruber's line that I adore and I say a lot is, and when Alexander looked out on the breadth of his domain, he wept for there were no more worlds to conquer. Benefits of a classical education. <laughs> Love it. Love so, it. So would you, way, tell, the, so would you tell the parents at curriculum night? Yep. Okay. Sure do. Mm-hmm. But just, I mean, the way he delivers anything he says, mm-hmm. and, and, and we see that he's got the ability to do some, uh, just some comedic timing and comedic delivery. And it's so dry and mm-hmm. it's so English, mm-hmm. but it works so well. Anyway, I just want to throw that line out there because I do love it so. He asks each traveler five questions. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. You've got to ask yourself one question. Why are you asking me for? I don't know. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, so very, very quickly, this is, um, I'm actually gonna change up our, I I sent out our five questions for Die Hard. I am gonna change one of the five questions real quick. Um, Actually, I'm gonna change two of them. I'm gonna change two of them. I'm gonna cheat and change two. So my first question of the five questions, is, uh, and in like, try to keep this within a minute, uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? The, the debate that's been going around the internet since, oh, the age-old debate of like the last, I don't know, five years, has been whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. People get angry with each other over it. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Why? Why not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a 30-something movie podcast. Thanks, everybody, for (laughs) it. Why is it a Christmas movie? Um, 
It's not. Because it takes place at Christmas. That doesn't make it a Christmas movie. See, I think it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I think it... I wish they'd carried the Christmas theme through to the future sequels. The fact that the first one and the second one happened at Christmas tie them together in a different way that makes it funny. I think it's definitely a Christmas movie. I because... think you're wrong. Because Gremlin's a Christmas movie. Yes. No. <laughs> Why but, not? But more so, more so than Die Hard is, I will say oh, that. Okay. Because it involves the story gi- of giving the gift, <laughs> giving a gift to someone else yeah, for the Christmas holiday. They were at a Christmas party. So, <laughs> just so, because a movie takes place at Christmas time does not make it a Christmas. So, movie. Jeff, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I'm going to no, it is not. Okay, it's a fantastic uh, movie, one of the best of 1988. Okay, still holds up in 2018. Okay, but I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Okay, and your wife shared the same sentiment, didn't she? Like, did yeah, you, did you watch it? Yeah, like, right she, away. She was real, like, nope. I asked my wife, John and I were uh, <laughs> tweeting back and forth about it. He was like, what does Katie think? And I asked her, she goes, nope. <laughs> okay. okay, we're just going to watch this then. That was like, answered at pat speed. <laughs> yeah. There should be a, a scene where you, you, you and your wife and me they watch it together, you three on the couch. <laughs> you answer the question, he's like, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> Uh, like the reindeer die. <laughs> but when we start doing a video podcast, he's just going up. It's just moving. They're getting more and more pissed off. <laughs> yeah, well, it's still Christmas. They're at a Christmas party. <laughs> there was a tree. There is. There's a tree. All right, Pat. Is hey, it a Christmas time? You're a rug, dude. I say yes. I, I yeah. It takes place during Christmas. It's. A heartwarming story, which I think is a reason that Christmas movies happen. Um, he reconnects yes. with his wife, like man! Hans tossed from the 32nd floor. Man, that warms my heart. <laughs> hey, man, it wasn't one of the hostages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! I look at it and say, Merry Christmas, indeed. <laughs> uh, god yeah. bless us, everyone. It's a heartwarming story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guys had their hearts warmed when they exploded. Oh, That's true. So yes, it is. Christmas. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Dennis, is it a Christmas movie? Uh, you know, you gotta. It, Why not? I'm kind of in between on this. <laughs> kind of in between on this. I think um, I think I might sign a little bit with more Jeff in this case. It takes place during Christmas time. Never it's thought I'd Christmas say this, time, but you're a smart man. Time genre. But like I said, there's no real. There's nothing Christmas s- about it. Christmas other spirit. than the setting. Yeah. Right, it has nothing to Just do with the, the with the idea of Christmas. Yeah. So, are there other movies where, when you go back to Gremlins again, I go that falls more of a Christmas because there is the gift, there is that you know, there's something given, and then there's also the story of Santa. Like at that, I mean, it, it there's a little bit more Christmas in there versus a little more time. Really in that so, who sends the man down an elevator shaft with a sweater that says "Ho Ho Ho"? How much? Get. Well, there was a teddy bear gift in there. Right? So, like, so you're just saying, a Christmas movie, there needs to be gifts. I guess I'm trying to come up with the, I'm trying to come up with the well, analog. Christmas, what is you know, another Christmas, movie that takes place at Christmas, Christmas time, that yeah, isn't a Christmas movie? Gremlins. But I thought we just said that it was more of a Christmas movie. Hold on, there can't be a reason for both. Hold on. What do you think? Christmas story, Jeff. Christmas Christmas story, Christmas movie. It's a Christmas story, Christmas movie. I'm going to have to think about this. He's like, no. 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 It's Home Alone a Christmas movie. That's a good question. 
See, oh, good that, one. Well done. That's See, I think that's argument. an equal well done. point. Yes. It is, because it takes place. Because Home Alone is diehard for kids. Although, there is the... Although, the part with the neighbor, the old man. You never thought uh, of it? It's a little yeah. bit more into never the Christmas thought of thing of, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. I will now, though. Yeah. That's a good point. Home Alone is diehard for kids. The Home Alone neighbor story, though, brings it a little more Christmassy. Where's yeah. that story in... All right, my wife agrees oh, with you. No, I <laughs> <laughs> like almost word for word, by the way. Sometimes she's a smart woman. Yeah, yeah she married me. She can't be that Sometimes she's not. <laughs> I Come think on, now. people think so just because it takes place during Christmas time. Christmas movies are like White Christmas, Miracle on 34th Street. Movies about the Christmas spirit, yes, not just about Christmas the time spirit. of year. Exactly. And then she wants to know when you're going to be home. Yeah, well, did, well, so well I got one of those texts too. <laughs> yeah, did, so, did, did Donna call Sharon because that's like exactly <laughs> yeah, what she said to her. Yeah. But she also followed that up with she's like, you know what? She's like, and it was almost word for word the same thing. She's like, it's not a Christmas movie. It takes place at Christmas. She said, but this is also not a female movie. This is a guy's movie. And if guys need this to be their Christmas movie, go ahead and have it. Okay. Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> some of us, some of us have wives waiting for us to get home. Apparently, I probably don't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question two: Rank the Die Hard movies, and if you haven't seen some of them, then you don't have to rank those. I will go ahead. I'll go ahead and give my ranking, and my ranking might yeah. be a little, little controversial. Um, it is. Number one: Die Hard with a Vengeance. Hmm. Number two: Die Hard. Number three: Die Hard Two. And number four, Live Free or Die Hard. Interesting. I have not seen the newest one. I haven't seen that. I'm going to go with Die Hard. Okay. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm. Live Free or Die Hard. Really? Die Hard 2, Die Harder, and A Good Day to Die Hard. Okay. Wow. That movie was awful. I still have not seen that one. Yeah. Oh, that, that, but you told me it was awful, so I'm not. And there's the two newest one. ones at the bottom for me, too. Then. Okay. I, I'm surprised you put Die Hard 2 that low. That's what intrigues me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a little too jump in the shark for okay. me. I can see that. Yeah, I, there's so much. I love that, it, but there's there's you know. so much that plays off of the the gags and the ideas from the first one. Look at the same shit happen to the same guy twice. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, it's funny. It's funny, right? It's funny, but at the same time, it, you know, it doesn't offer. Is it more of a Christmas much. movie than that first one? <laughs> Thank you, because that was my next question. <laughs> Wait a minute. So the only way it's a Christmas movie is if it's on the approved list. Right? So there's yes. an approved watch list of Christmas movies. Maybe. For schools? But who makes those? Who, who watches the watch list? Okay. Is Frosty okay. the Snowman a Christmas movie? <laughs> yes. Bo should do the approved list for the school. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> All right. Did you rank um, the Die Hard movies? No, we're going to let Pat go. No, Pat, you go ahead. Well, Pat's just going to go, uh, number one, Die Hard. Number two, Die Hard. Number three, Die Hard. Number four, Die, die Hard. Die, die Hard. Die Hard. The third one, Die Hard with a Vengeance, was oh. supposed to be a Lethal Weapon movie. I yeah. can see that, but this was and better. They, and they rewrote it as mm-hmm. and, and they rewrote it as the revenge against John McClane story, and yeah. I dig that. Oh, Diary of the Vengeance is an amazing. Mm-hmm. Didn't they bring McTiernan back for that? Uh, I feel like yes. they did. Yeah, and he shows. And walked, by the way, like, like, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. Right. Come on, Samuel mm-hmm. L. Jackson. Okay, Pat, what, Why how would you rank? Why did you call me Jesus? <laughs> Zeus. 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 Mount Olympus. Lightning bolt up. Lightning bolt up your ass. <laughs> Zeus. Just it? Zeus. Love it. <laughs> I, well, I mean, my gut reaction is Die Hard and all the rest of the movies in those two levels. But yeah, I mean, now that we're talking about it, I think the Die Hard, well, Die Hard, Head and Shoulders <laughs> above the rest. And then... I, 
I think with a vengeance, I've probably seen more than Die Harder. Mm-hmm. And then there's the the one where he deals with the hacker. Yeah, is that four? Die Hard. Hard. That's four. That's four. And then is there Die Hard Five? That's yeah. where he's yeah, with there's his a son. Good day to die. Good day to die. Never saw it. Okay, I don't. Or just outside of Chernobyl. Is yeah. that where there's a plane? Chernobyl. There's a helicopter. Chernobyl. There might be a plane, but there's also a helicopter. Maybe I've seen it then. It's decent. I mean. The two newest ones are not... When you say is there a plane or a helicopter, that doesn't narrow it down no. to any of the movies. I would say there are two groupings of movies, although Jeff's list blows my groupings out of the water. But, There's yeah. the live, live Free or Die Hard. There's has the computer the, hackers. Is the computer hackers. Is there that what is, Kevin Smith is yes. like? Yes. And he yeah. refers... The you know the best line is where he says, oh, you didn't just quote the fat. Like he refers to Boba Fett. Well, he's got the Boba Fett. Like, no, he's got the Boba. He's like, "Do you like the Fett?" And and Bruce Willis goes, "No, I like Star Wars." (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And he goes, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that was that was kind of a funny thing. Kevin talked him through some of the insults. Uh Like, you should just call me Dump Truck. (laughs) Just call me Lunchbox. (laughs) (laughs) And and Bruce Willis like, "Why would I do that?" No, just (laughs) just just do it. Just trust me. Just do it. All right. How would you rank them? I've only seen three, so I'm going to go Die Hard. One, uh, vengeance. Two, and then number two, three. Okay. I I have to go with that too. I really love Die Hard two because it fits my sensibilities. I just yeah, it's but enjoyable. but tired with a vengeance. It, you know what it comes down to? It comes down to the bad guys. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Jeremy Irons is Holy fantastic God. in that movie. One of my favorite scenes in that book. whole Sense movie. Simon to the Nils. And Nils. Nils is dead. Yeah. Nils is dead. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> who was who was the bad guy in Die Harder? It was um, it was the Colonel Stewart. There was more. There was, was the guy from the Deep Space Nine guy that was the and head the, of Section the dad Seven from, or whatever. Uh, yeah, Good Times. John the, Amos. Yeah, oh, it was John oh, Amos, oh, Colonel Stewart, and then the, yeah, and then the oh, that's right. There were too many. And then the Colonel was this the one where the, the guy was the, the that's bad the one guy with the plane. Yeah, and that's I mean, the one where the guy was. Wasn't he like moving around with it like naked with yeah, a sword? Yeah, he was doing his tai chi with a sword in the morning. It was yeah. weird. It's weird. Is that a Christmas tree? There's a Christmas tree reference in it. Some people no. say it's weird. Some people say it's Tuesday morning. All right, uh, let's. We just do... got a peek into John's Tuesday morning. Well, uh, you can if you want to. It's on my YouTube. channel. on a Tuesday morning. I had a peek once too. It was awful. It's on my YouTube channel. <laughs> um, <laughs> the world sees not, that. That's not, not right. Not allowed to have that YouTube channel anymore. Uh, what is your favorite movie featuring Alan Rickman? Oh, you jerk. Ah, <laughs> damn it. Prince of Thieves. Yep, Prince of Thieves. That's what I'm going with. It's Del, you twit. It's more. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. He is good. But I enjoy but this. But this or what? Like, very oh, well, I, I, I enjoy his comedic stuff. Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yeah. Galaxy Quest. Are you, saying, gonna say, um, are you saying favorite movie with him? Speaking of Christmas movies, I was going to say... Um, uh, favorite, love Actually. Favorite movie that with him in it. It's such a different thing for him. It was yeah, so good. Like he was so good in it. Just I'm like, not a huge fan of that movie. His small little part was what, so good. Bringing? Love Actually. Oh, Dogma. Yeah. Way too much going on in that yeah. movie. Not Dogma. Dogma. What's the um, Dogma? Yours? Are you going with Dogma? Um, I don't. I love him as Snape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, damn good yeah, as Snape. Yeah, he is. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. I hate you. I, you know, I reject the premise of the question. Yeah, <laughs> Even though we've talked to it all, honest, I'm still sticking with Your response is, I hate you. He is yes. so twitch. He is just more. so... Favorite oh, Alan, Alan, Alan Rickman role? So You're a moron. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're Canadian. He is so... 
So just been written and rolled. <laughs> uh, bottle shock. I said bottle. Oh no, no, <laughs> I Jeffrey! Oh, I agree with Jeffrey. I reject the question. <laughs> oh, I reject the I question said, as well. Yeah. Bottle shock is up there. Oh my god! Sorry, I, 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 I whispered. I, I whispered it because I didn't want to start anything. You I didn't hear you. You rejected but, yeah. the question and then you answered it anyway. Is it? <laughs> no, I don't. There's no. That, he's amazing at everything he does. Okay. Yeah. All right. Every, yeah. It's like the Midas touch. Everything the man, every role the man has. Oh, bottle shock is so good. Oh. Are you still thinking? No, I was just wanted to make sure there's nothing I forget, and I, that's when I thumbed through and I saw okay. bottle Judge shock. Judge Turpin's reading like, oh, the, the results, and he's just um, like, this, he's, he's the one that pulls them up. You come with me right now. And then they're all like, oh, they're all freaked out because the California blinds. Oh my gosh. What year do we get to that movie? Uh, I would, I would, my first instinct was. Ah, cool. 20 years. But then Snape pops in, you know. Well, it came out in 2008. And then Bob. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, two more of our five questions left. What's the best way to relieve stress? Keep it family friendly. <laughs> Wait, what's, what's the best What's part? the best way to relieve stress? Keep it family friendly. <laughs> You so, guys have seen Wolf so of Wall Street. So let's just not right? have Jeff answer. You guys have seen Wolf of Wall Street? No. Oh, you haven't? Oh, Je- oh, tonight okay. you've got to watch that movie. What number is it? Yeah. That's what I hear. Um, I, do, I do a lot of drinking. It's a Christmas movie. No, okay. yeah. It's a Christmas movie. Oh, it's Christmas Wolf of Wall Street. It's a Christmas movie. Um, no, in, in all seriousness, this is something that I Why do not? when I just like want to forget everything. I'll put on orchestral music. And pretend I'm the conductor, and I'll just you know figure out the time changes and just cool. cue different parts. And Jerry, I don't know. I'm thinking of Jerry Lewis right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. But I just like I, I lose myself in in, cool. in the music and and just get I focus on just what I'm hearing and I try to pick up on different idiosyncrasies of different parts of music. Just I don't know. Cool. People work out too. Just really into it. There you go. Stevie Wonder driving the car. <laughs> That's cool, man. Pat, how do you relieve stress? Uh, relieve stress or after yes. a trip? Family, uh, family podcast. Right. So, no. Keep it clean. Yeah. No. Honestly, I'll. It works. I'll. I'll just. Uh, would. We're skipping this. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go. I. I, I will go. I'll go. Off. <laughs> I can't speak. I'm just. I'm affected by like, like that. Huh? <laughs> I'll go out for a run. Stress right now. But I'm thinking for um, like trips. Like I just like whenever I get somewhere, I like to scout out the neighborhood. And <laughs> this is why we don't. This is why we don't invite. Why we don't invite Dennis. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, it's all right. There you go. Yeah. That's because we're quick. I'm impressed. Good things to do. I have a lot of editing to do on this episode. A lot of work. A lot of work. So you go for a run. I go for a run. Shout out to Dave. I think we're derailed. I don't think we can bring this one back. I think we're totally, yeah. Do you have something that you actually do to relieve stress? Or yes. Just, yeah, I was. I don't know where you guys are going with all that. Uh-huh. Um, Facebook. It all depends on. <laughs> it, all depends on it all depends on what type. I will clarify that. Okay. There is, if it's like an aggravated stress where you're just kind of getting angry about things and you're just like fed up. For me, it's hitting a heavy bag. You're going for a run. One of those two, either one run through the woods or the heavy bag. Heavy bag is one of the other ends. If it is more of a more of a subdued not in a you know stress that's really but it's something that's on your mind meditation 
So I either go with like, with, it's a more low key sort of stress, which is something you keep thinking about, something you want to kind of block all that out, then it's more of a meditation thing. The run can, can fall into both of those. Run works for both. But if I need to, re if I'm just angry about something, heavy bag. Going for a run causes stress. I was going to say, <laughs> I will if trust I'm, you. If I'm Sean running, and I I'm not stressed. going to say run. I'm just going to come right out with it. If I'm uh, running, it's because I am stressed because something's chasing, chasing me. Somebody's chasing <laughs> Some creature chasing me, and I'm going to die. Which is still not true because if there was a creature chasing me, I was going to die. I was just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Why, why am I going to spend, my, I gonna spend my last few moments miserable <laughs> running? You ever saw a heart attack? For what? Kill me now. Uh, mine is I go see a movie in a theater. Mm, I just go see a movie, even by myself. Even I don't need to go with anybody else. And I, some people think that's sad. I don't care. I like to go see a movie sad. by myself in the theater. Go for it. Music. Um, I will put on something. I, I, lately, it's been throwback stuff to like Dave Matthews band from the old mm -hmm. days just Rob some Steve. a long it's appropriate for this a, a long like a long <laughs> jam us. track something that doesn't really stop Jack Johnson he just said Jack really works it's so mellow man God. how can you be stressed with Jack Johnson music playing yeah but see the problem is that goes too far the other way you're like oh god what the hell am I listening to <laughs> Just start, something that can sort of that has enough going on to occupy your brain and just sort of shut everything else out. Yeah. Last question: You get a free vacation. Do you go to New York City or California? <laughs> New York City. Okay. And heartbeat. New York City. Okay. Uh, okay. California, no doubt. Heartbeat. Well, that I kind of figured. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> I'm actually leaving in a few minutes. <laughs> I am in California. <laughs> He's really meditating on a rock in California. This <laughs> is right. Yes. Yeah, it's, right. it's like the Luke Skywalker. It's like the last Jedi. Like, yeah, I'm, just, I'm not really here. <laughs> He's uh, relieving stress in California. Oh, well. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Doesn't need that much space. Yeah. No. It's, <laughs> California, New York City. I need that effect. Or somewhere else, I mean, specifically this movie. Don't care. I've never been to New York, and I running. really want to get there. Okay. Been to California, really want to get there. Okay. So, I've never so been there either. Right? Okay. So, New what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> All right, for the love of God, this needs to end. Taz rejected right. the premise of the question for a third time. Taz is rejecting all these questions. Well, I, I say New York, and I say I think we're good. So do you remember when we tried right. to do four oh, why New York? Oh, my God. We did that like oh. once or twice. You remember it'd be like 10 years. I would be like, And then that would be the podcast. Do you remember that? What were you doing? Yeah. What were you doing, Bill Murray, at the shelter right there? It was like trying to be the poor movies. Sorry, we don't know you well enough to call you Nick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Or awesome. <laughs> Dennis just gets up and leaves because we showed him a picture of Howard the Duck. Yeah, he stopped off. Like, yeah, gosh, he, was, he was mad. He was I wanted to get a heavy bag. I meditate. I went for a run. He was an angry elf. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for Die Hard. Um, and this is our last 80s movie of 88. Uh, so if we do make it to a showing of Aquaman, we'll do that next time. Otherwise, have a very Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Um, and then uh, we will be back if we're not back Should for watch Aquaman. Movie off the approved list. We will be back in the beginning of January. Count. Pat, what are, what are we back for in the beginning of January? Batman! 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 Batman!
know. How can you just do that? You want to get nuts? Your favorite dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Nice place. Yeah. Nice space. Love and joy to everyone out there. Mm-hmm. They both said that. All right. Uh, 30podcast.com, at 30podcast on Twitter. You can call our voicemail line, check out the website. Um, and like I said, next time we might be back for Aquaman. If not, we will be back in 2019 with our first 1989 episodes. In the meantime, thank you, gentlemen. Thank, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies, and we'll see you back here next time. figure out what went wrong, we'll be sitting on a beach earning 20%.